you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Live from Studio 66, this is the 2013 Shecky Awards. Hosted by Dave Damashek. Hi and hello and happy holidays, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. I hope all's well wherever you are and festive wherever you are. Welcome to the Dave Damashek football program. Available as always on iTunes and at NFL.com slash Sheck. Welcome to a very special edition of the program, as you just heard there from our announcer, our one-man house band, the great Dick Banks. It is time for the Shecky Awards 2013. It's very exciting. As we say always, the Academy Awards handle movies, the Grammys handle music, the Emmys handle the TV, and I take care of all the rest, and I'm joined here in 66 for this auspicious occasion, as always, by my main man seated to my immediate right from NFL.com, the reigning fantasy champion here at the NFL Network, it's Adam Rank. What's the poop, fellow? Hey, boss. Thanks for having me. Sure. Happy holidays. Good to be back on twice a week on the DDFP again. Yeah. It's exciting time for you to, to get back into the swing of things now oh, that yeah. the fantasy season is behind you. It's time to uh, to give out, to honor the best of 2013 like we do every year. We have a range of subjects. Also, let's say hello to our main man who has taken to the Shecky Award so much that he actually has his own award that he'll hand out later. He also is uh, biting his fingernails anxious as he awaits to see whether or not his Miami Dolphins can uh, get over the hump and get into the playoffs of 2013. It is Handsome Hank. Hello, Handsome. How are you? I'm very well indeed, Dave, and I'm honored to be here again. Sure. Uh, happy holidays to you. Same and to you, yes. What, a, what an amazing event. So good to see so many stars in, uh, in Studio 66 today. My table is littered with uh, the celebrities and, and the greats from uh, uh, you know sport, entertainment, and everything else. And you do celebrate Christmas in uh, in your native land. Christmas is one of the ones that we do, we do celebrate, absolutely. Where, yeah. where did it start, Christmas? I don't have time to get into all that, as a matter think, of fact. I think it's a biblical thing I, we could get into it but i feel like it's, it's biblical yeah well no santa i'm talking about not oh, christmas where well, did it that's come what from you asked was yeah christmas. you're right you're right i'm thinking yeah. more yes, santa santa i believe um originated i'm i'm gonna say in norway 
I, that sounds right it sounds to me. sounds right, doesn't it? Yeah. I, I mean, I have no basis for believing that, but I think it, it feels like it's a northern country where people did have beards and, and snow Makes and sense. reindeers and some, you know, maybe some guy came around to someone's house, gave them a present. Next thing you know, hey, there's a guy who flies around the world and delivers gifts to everyone. Yeah, it, it is a fascinating uh, myth or, or reality. Saint I'm still Nicholas. not sure he yet. Is. He yeah. was St. Nicholas. Oh, that's right. right. Yeah, Saint right. Nick. I, I queried this on social media um, a few days back. What happens if you're Santa? Because, you, as you know, if you're nice, you can request what you mm-hmm. want as a child. Now, if you're naughty, you get coal, and that's what's delivered to you by Santa. But what if you're a naughty kid and your greatest passion is coal? Well, what if that, you love that... playing with coal? Mind bender, slippery slope, difficult uh, loophole for Santa yeah. to contend with. I, I actually saw you pose that question, and yeah. it, it, it blew my mind. Um, briefly, but mm-hmm. I think the answer is he would give you an Xbox or something like that. Yeah, that's, and then you'd take, do, that, then like, take that, naughty child. Kid. Or what if your parents were really cheap and they were like, you know what, I don't like paying all this high price for coal. I'm going to have my kid act up and get a ton of coal for Christmas, and that's what we'll use to heat our house. I was, I was also thinking of Oliver Twist and, and, and uh, his ilk. What, yeah, what if you're an impoverished kid from the 19th century? Please, Santa, can <laughs> I have some coal to warm my home? Nope. 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 <laughs> no coal Should I for be you. naughty? Would I be better served to put to you get, a, you get a horse head on a stick. He <laughs> can play with that. That's a game. Uh, all right, let's get into the awards real quick, though. Behind the glass, black tie. Happy holidays to you. And a quick question: How come we didn't have the theme music for Handsome Hank? Why couldn't we play that? It's an award show, guys. It's a special okay. occasion. Special all right, well, but when guests come out on an award show, they yeah. get they well, get you're, the, you're, you're, you're not a guest today. You're part of the team, Hank. This is my well. This wait is a my second, because I'm really confused. You, you know I'm... him best as Sam Malone from the classic sitcom Cheers. Here he is, Ted dancing. You know, do 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 do. do. The orchestra plays that. We should have had an now, orchestral when, when version they, of Handsome's usual theme. But music. I'm, when I'm they up play for an who are you now? Whenever Ted Danson's introduced. <laughs> no, from Four. CSI. Oh, yeah, you're right, yeah. Because yeah. that's the theme song for true, CSI. True, All right, listen, Black Tie Behind the Glass apparently has some holiday parties to get to or something because he wants us to get right to the awards, and I understand why because we have many to give out here. Let's get right to it, shall we, fellas? All right, Black Tie, let's get to the first one, the most overused cliche in sports this year. In the category of most overused cliché in sports, the 2013 nominees are Go About Your Business No one outside this locker room believed in us Score the basketball The only stat that matters is the final score And you have to be impressed all right, fellas, that is a, uh, I mean, right out of the gate, that is a, a titanic list of awful cliches. Let's just get right to it. The 2013 Shecky for most overused cliche in sports is. Go about your business. Congratulations to uh, to go about your business. It's weird. It's ironic because you never hear any banker say to another banker, hey, you should go about your business. The only <laughs> place you ever talk about going about your business is in the whimsical profession of sport. Interesting. It's true. No? 
Yeah, I like there's, there's a if you if you follow um you know athletes or teams on Instagram, the new thing is there is is getting um players getting onto a plane and it's hashtag business trip. Yeah. And so what I do when mm-hmm. I get yeah. on a plane when I I'm clearly not going to uh, for a sporting event, I always do hashtag going to get a W. <laughs> just, just because why not I will say also as I've mentioned before score the basketball is annoying if you're watching basketball and they say this kid really knows how to score the basketball you can end it at score we'll do yeah. the math that, that you're, that's what you're talking about and also this new one unless it is, was Will Chamberlain yeah well right 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 or Sean Kemp or someone like yes. that but yeah also and then the other one is I'm tired of these analysts telling me what I have to be impressed by I'll, I'll make that choice. You don't have to tell me. Don't dictate to me what I have to do. I'm passively watching a ball game. I'll, I'll make my own choices. Thank you very much, expert. All right, Black Tie, the next award. I see you uh, ready to go here. This is a good one. This is uh, one that hits home for us here in Studio 66. We benefit a great deal from uh, from the access that the NFL gives us to some of the biggest stars in this sport and beyond. This category is the best Dave Damashek football program guest. And I'm going to do this one myself here because, uh, like I say, it's close to home. Real quick, well, let me give you the nominees, and then I'll, I'll, I'll see what you guys think. Charles Barkley. Oh, Charles you're Barkley. Jewish? That's right. You couldn't tell. What's that? What, what the hell is a matzo ball? Uh, what do you mean, what is it? Yeah, I mean, what is it? Yes, a, a philosophical uh, conversation with Chaz Barkley. Next. Jared Allen. You couldn't beat a jet. I couldn't beat a jet in the air, but what's a jet going to do to me on the ground? True enough, yeah. Run you but then again, still. what are you going to do to the jet? Light it on fire. Oh. Yeah, that was memorable <laughs> when we asked him if he could beat up, which mascots in the NFL he could take in a fight. Next up from the Steelers, Ryan Clark. If you watch the way Ben has played, he's played mistake-free ball. He's been extremely good. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And our pal from the Packers, who had a big interception of Ben Roethlisberger, on Sunday in Lambeau Field, A.J. Hawk. And no difference gonna make any better. If you want to make a difference, look at yourself and make that change. And make that change. <laughs> See, I can't match you know, your, like I can't match your energy and passion, but I love it. Yeah, the great Hawk. Yeah, our beautiful duet. And lastly, of the Cincinnati Bengals, Terrence Newman. Which Hall of Fame QB would you most like to have picked off? I've gotten Brady. I've gotten Eli and Peyton. I'd say Joe Montana. <laughs> Joe Montana. All right, handsome. Listen, this is this is playing favorites. It's subjective. Who do you think is the best guest of uh, this program this year? Uh, I mean, uh, I I'm playing favorites absolutely but Terrence Newman's I mean his his British impression which he's shown off many mm-hmm. times both in studio and on the phone uh I, how could I not say Terrence Newman is that an English accent that I heard yeah yeah he's great and he also does Jerry Jones mm-hmm. and yeah he's he's quite an impressionist as well as a fine uh professional defensive back uh rank how say you who would you who, who do you feel deserves it all charming if it was going to be a one-time spot I think Jared Allen came out and was Absolutely fantastic. But I got to go with the regular uh, A.J. Hawk. All right. And Black Tie, your opinion. I I am ashamed by the nomination list on this award. How is Russell Wilson 
who was on our show for episode, I believe, was it 200? No, no, he was on our show for a 2 million, a 5, 5 million, million downloads. Yeah. If only we had a producer who could look up such things. Yeah, listen, Russell Wilson was great, but I find him, frankly, like most professional quarterbacks, he's a little too polished. Do you understand what I'm much. saying? Like, the, he posted a photo of his, him You think he would have done a duet with me? You think no, he, he would have done a duet? Like He uh, posted a photo of him and his teammates on a play and watching game tape, and the guy's all like around him in their sweats and stuff. Russell Wilson, for some reason, has a suit and tie on on a plane. Yeah. Russell Wilson like, come on, Russell not. Wilson would not ask me about matzo balls. He you know? Not, you understand no. what I'm saying? I understand, let's I get to it. why, but yeah. Let's get to it then. The 2013 Shecky for best DDFP guest goes to. This is exciting. AJ Hawk. Yes. Our main man. Yeah, I, you know, I get where you're coming from. I love Terrence Newman, Ryan Clark, as frank and funny as any guy in the NFL. But Hawk's our main man. We see him out in Tahoe. He starts, uh, you, know, to, uh, you know, playing golf with us and offering us a, uh, a drink and, you know, does a duet with us and everything. I don't need to justify A.J. Hawk. He's our main man. So is there a chance that he may have bought this award? No, it no, no, no. It sounds to me like, like there may be something behind the scenes here. I'll investigate. You can you can oh, look geez. into it all you want. There's nothing uh, there's nothing taboo, and really there aren't very many rules when it comes to the Shecky Awards. You can win it <laughs> by hook or by crook. All right, let's get to the next one, and we're going to get the Handsome has one, Rank has one, and I believe even Black Tie has one. But let's get to one of the big ones, one of the classic awards that we've given out since we started doing the Shecky Awards 25 years ago. It is Best Condiment. In the category Why? of Best Condiment, Why Platoon? the 2013 <laughs> nominees are Barbecue, Blue Cheese, Jardinette, Spicy Mustard, <laughs> and Sriracha. <laughs> well, to kudos, by the way, to Dick Banks for the fine pronunciations of each of those. The 2013 Shecky Award for Best Condiment goes to... Oh, it's Jardinera. It's come back into my life in the last couple of years here. It's a spicy, delicious vegetable and oil-based treat that you'll find prominently served on sandwiches in Chicago. But it's, I've, I've noticed it's spreading its way across the U.S. All I can tell you is if you have a sandwich and you throw some Jardinera on it, I don't care what you put between the two pieces of bread, perhaps a slice of cheese, maybe some lousy bologna. I don't care what it is. It's going to sing, thanks to Jardinera. Congratulations on a well-earned Shecky Award for 2013. Have you had the Jardinera rank? Absolutely. Yeah, delicious, right? Really good. I don't know, though. Would you go any other way? Any other thoughts there, Hanson? My, I actually, just having listened to, I'm not kidding as well, having listened to all those nominees, my mouth's watering. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> all right. Should we get to Handsome Hank's Award? Is that a, is this a good time to do it? It's as good a time as any day. Get to it's, it. It's something good I, luck. I'm eager for as well. Good Thank luck you to very much. all the nominees. Yes. Uh, so I, I want to honor, as I have done before, um, I think the most versatile um, cooking ingredient you could have, the egg. Um, mm, that's an interesting category by itself, the most versatile ingredient in the kitchen. Right. Well, the, I mean, eggs, I think, make a delicious uh, meal for you any which way you prepare them. But mm-hmm. uh, I have some nominees for the um, most, uh, the, the best egg preparation. Lay them on me. Get it? Lay, because that's uh, what you do. You oh, lay yeah. an egg. Okay. Um, the boiled egg. Ooh. The poached egg. Ooh, I like that a lot. I like a poached egg. Scrambled eggs. Hmm. The omelet. Hmm. Eggs 
Benedict. Wow, you you had a lot of range in there too. And finally, oh, I'm sorry, the fried egg in the categories over easy and sunny side up. <laughs> wow, this is a rich list if there ever was one. I don't know which way. I mean, now talk about mouthwatering. I could eat some eggs right now. I'd like them of three or four different varieties. All right, lay it on us. The winner of the 2013 Best Egg Preparation, Poached. (laughs) I love it. I love a poached egg. And now here's the thing. You feel like a little bit of a fancy man when you go into a place or you feel like a bother. Can you make a poached egg? But if you can overcome that self-consciousness, you'll find that that if they whip it up for you, there's no better kind of egg. Absolutely. And I think, you know, a bit of analysis here for me. You're exactly right. Poached egg, it feels like a treat. Now, Eggs Benedict is taking the poached I was egg and say. taking it to the next step. And I think that's where Eggs Benedict got knocked out of this race was probably they're just a little too fancy. I'm surprised that not unlike two guys on the same football team, both being up for the MVP, that they can sometimes cancel each other out, right. that that didn't happen here. I find Eggs Benedict to be a little cloying. Yeah, I think that's know, once one too a year, much. maybe twice a year. Maybe. But, but a poached egg makes you feel special. But you could probably do it six, seven times a year. All right. Well done. Well done. Ooh, here's another newer category that we just started last year, and it's uh, it's really intriguing. I say the Academy handles the movies, but sometimes I dip my toe into those waters. Namely, right now, the category of best movie I've watched this year. In the category of best movie Dave watched this year, the 2000 nominees are American Hustle. It was good. The Empire Strikes Back. That was really, really good. The Incredibles. Inside Lewin Davis. And Unforgiven. And now, again, I should clarify. What were you doing watching The Incredibles this year? I love it. I have yeah. children. What do you mean? It and even if I didn't. Day. And by the way, it was the best movie in the first 10 years of the 21st century. And I, 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 maybe that's a bit of a stretch. But I will say, the year it came out, it really, I, I think it's crazy it wasn't nominated at least for an Academy Award. And it maybe was the best movie of that year. I've gone back and looked at it. It's a wonderful picture. It's a really, it's a really good one. But listen, let's not kibitz about that right now. This is, this is any movie, again, doesn't have to be released in 2013. Merely, it's a movie that I watched in 2013. All right, the Shecky goes to. And I really like the platoon music, too, by the way. All right, here we go. And by the way, Empire Strikes Back won last year. The 2013 Shecky goes to. Empire Strikes Back for oh. a second straight year. That's terrific. Listen, I love Unforgiven. It is, to me, one of the 20 best movies I've ever seen in my life. It is a wonderful script. Like I say, I tout The Incredibles. A wonderful year in 2013, the best in some 20 years, I would say, for movies, including American Hustle, Her, Inside Lewin Davis. I also could have nominated Nebraska as a fine picture. I have yet to see Gravity and Obviously, we're at the end of the year, so that might be a nominee in 2014. Who knows? For right now, though, inside, I mean, uh, uh, The Empire Strikes Back, a second straight year, a top, a good for you. I'm glad for George Lucas and everybody who worked on those movies. So that's terrific, (laughs) a real feather in their cap. Um, Black Tie, do you want to give out an award right now? You guys ready to do it? I'm ready to do it. Yeah, we'll do it. (laughs) Lay it on us. All right. 
So the award for the word I'm giving out here, obviously inspired by super listener and fan producer Neil Dutton, who asked, you know, best drop. So let's go through the nominees, shall we, for the best drop in 2013. First up, Russell Wilson. Hey, I'm Russell Wilson, and I throw a sexy deep ball. All right. I hail you for cajoling him into doing that. I really do. You like talking about the sexy deep? I know. I like that you slipped that in. Hey, do my business here. I'm uh, Russell Wilson. He didn't. When he delivers it, it doesn't sound like he really means it. No. In fact, why didn't you? The better drop is when he says, uh, your producer's creeping me out already. (laughs) That was better. Yeah, that was better, but all right. All right. One of my favorite. um, personal jobs here is the Inception Horn by Hans Zimmer. It's a great drop. I can use it to interrupt. Hans Zimmer Inception drop. All right. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, And then obviously inspired by Neil Dutton, so he gets a nominee here as well because it's also a great drop. Neil Dutton. Stale Bread by Neil Dutton. I actually like Stale Bread. (laughs) (laughs) I like that they have names to them. Stale Bread by Neil Dutton. And last but not least, <laughs> Spanish Woman by Terrence Newman. Oh. I used to have a thing for Spanish women. And he Ooh. was talking about Eva Mendez and why, at a point, he would have picked Eva Mendez for the land of the Doesn't Fox. need context. But yeah, you know why. So, the winner for the uh, 2013 podcast drop goes to... Sexy Deep Ball by Russell Wilson. I like that nobody's clapping. <laughs> the Any room surprise. is just no. Everybody, this didn't see that one coming. A little bit of an outrage. The Inception horde is so good. By Hans Zimmer, like, who was it? Hans Zimmer's Inception horn, stale bread by Neil Dutton. I like the names that they have. That's fun. All right, here's another one. Let's keep it close to home again. Wow, this one, there's a lot of controversy about this one. And, in fact, I could have brought in some of the other nominees here. It's the category of best Dave Damashek football program recurring guest. And this one is special because it was voted on by the Czech Republic, by the rank amateurs. Let's and, get right to it. Let's get right to it. All right, go it. ahead. Go ahead. In the category <laughs> of best Dave Damashek football program recurring guest, as voted on by the Czech Republic, Rank Amateurs and Black Sheep. The nominees are Handsome Hank, Dan mm. Hanzus, Elliot Harrison, Daniel Jeremiah, Mark Sessler, and Chris Wessling. Wow, there they are. That's that's, that's really our is that well that's six names. Yeah, that's a that's a proud group that joins us in here. We're we're uh, pleased to have them on a regular basis. I will say though, Rank, a fair amount of controversy mm-hmm. because Handsome was included in as a recurring guest. Yeah. A lot of those other names that we heard there felt a little raw about it. They felt like it was an unfair thing to include him because Handsome's on more often than they are. How say you? That's just sour grapes. Yeah, that's how he, I felt. He's earning the playing time is what's happening. But that, you know what? That's true. Earlier in this podcast, yeah. Black Tie said to me, you're not a guest. You're a regular. So I'm not quite sure where I fit in there. Well, but this is a fan-voted award as right. well, too. So this is, uh, you want me to go ahead and read well, the Well, I, I tell you, I, I don't want to give it away, but I voted for Elliot Harrison. Is that right? I you did, did huh? Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, go ahead, Black Tie. You read this one. All right. The winner for best recurring guest goes to... Handsome Hank. 
Oh, good oh. for you, handsome. That's a real. That's a, that's wow. uh, that's got to be a high watermark for you in your career. It definitely is. However, Break if it. handsome Hank is not allowed to be involved in this category, then the winner would be Daniel Jeremiah. So. Well, and I think now you're just rubbing salt in the wounds of anybody else. You're right. now well, naming a second why don't you place say person. Who came sixth. Go <laughs> on, tell us. Yeah, we tell us who's the last place. Tell us who came last. Who came in last? Yeah, who's, yeah I was come just going to ask. Who's, who is last? Mark Sess. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. That's cruel. Chris Wesling beat him out by one vote. It you know, I would have thought, thought. Neck and neck. I would have thought Wesling would have been second. He really listen. He's, he's emerged uh, on around the league. He's a great scribe. He's a mm-hmm. he, he's uh, filled with mirth and information. And uh, yeah, he's been a great addition. If he to, were, uh, if he were here, what would he say? I'm tickled to just get my name mentioned up there with all everybody else. I would have voted for me, except I'm not a reader. <laughs> I never. I'm not much for the book learning and such. All right, let's uh, let's move on here. Well, this is a good category here. This is this is something that, in fact, I ranked a year ago. I did the 122 uniform rankings for professional sports in the U.S. Now let's just cut it down. I've pared it down to six nominees: best uniform in professional sports. In the category of best uniform in professional sports, the 2013 nominees are the Los Angeles Dodgers. The Oakland Raiders, the Philadelphia Flyers, the San Francisco 49ers, the Toronto Maple Leafs, and the Washington Redskins. Any any thoughts going into this one, Rank? Where where are you leaning? It could, you could go off the board even if you want to. I would have said the uh, Los Angeles Kings Forum Blue throwbacks. Ooh, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good, good one. one. Absolutely, handsome Hank. I thought there may be a new nominee because I think most of those those are. I know you're going to say and, the and Dolphins. I think the Dolphins' new uniforms are strong. I think they're up there. No, they need the helmet on the uh, on the on the Dolphin there. Han- uh, black tie. I don't recognize this award because it has no. Uh, it only has American sports. There's no soccer involved, and it's it's a shame. You also notice there Goodness, were no NBA sure. teams mentioned here. That's when fine, you're, you're they're not wearing on. as much clothes. It's almost well, unfair. Well, the 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 English Premier League and soccer's uh, top European leagues have. Perhaps the best jersey collections because they change jerseys every season. Well, then people should really. Stuff. Well, you know what? I could have nominated the Steelers uh, jailbreak getups too, but I didn't do that one. Too. Wait, the Premier all... League does new new, uh, new kits every and, year. New home and away kits every year. I don't like that. Not all right, that new though. You got to keep your unis. That's a, you don't change them year in and year out. All right, let's get to the here and now. The 2013 Shecky for best uniform in pro sports goes to. The Toronto Maple Leafs. Wow. wow. I didn't see that one coming at all. I mean, just the, the, it's the simplicity of it, you see. Just the blue and the white, the classic old leaf on the sweater. They mess, they mess with them quite a bit. They're, they look, if you're not familiar with the hockey, they're sort of like hockey's answer to the Indianapolis Colts. You know, spare, simple, clean lines. Mm-hmm. But now they have three lines on their socks now. It's it's all come together into the perfect blend there. Like I say, simplicity rules in my brain, and uh, and my brain's the one who's deciding these things. Congratulations to the Toronto Maple Leafs on your 2013 Shecky Award. Now, 
Let's turn it over here. Rank, you ready to give one out? Oh, absolutely. All Thank right. you so much for sure. the uh, opportunity. Sure. Is it okay? I, I was going through a, a number of things that I wanted to give out awards, like best Christmas movie, mm-hmm. uh, but I just decided that was Die Hard. Uh, best Good. TV series is Justified. I would, you know, I just... Best, best. Oh, I would have disagreed with that, that but one, this is your we, award. We yeah. can bring that one up. I would have gone yeah. Breaking Bad, but uh, all right. See, I've, Game of I'm Thrones. Game of Thrones. Barely. Really good? Okay. Uh, my, my heart was broken by what Game happened to the Wolf King. Down, guys, not after what ha- happened guys, to the Wolf King. It destroyed me. You guys aren't wrong. You're not, you're not wrong. And there's uh, I was going to do best uniform number, too, which I think just a great uniform number. That's any a great sport. one. Seven is my so, answer to I that. I think 12. I think 12 would look good in any sport. Basketball, baseball, football, or hockey. I well, I apply the same thing with with seven because Seven's on a quarterback, awesome. you know mm. what? If you think about the number seven and sort of make it abstract in your brain, it's almost an arrow pointed upwards, oh, which is where you're going okay. if you have number seven on your team. It I looks like, good on a winger on in hockey. Woo. Looks great on a QB, a bat, just single digit with the guy at the plate. I love it. I love. Yeah, that's a great number too. Mm-hmm. 12 is very nice. It's 12 a and 7 would have been my two choices. And also, I wanted to do uh, recognize the best random guest we've ever had. Jake Johnson was on the show one time. I love <laughs> I love New Girl, and it trips me out every – and I'm kind of a newcomer to New Girl. And it trips me out every time. Like, that guy was on our podcast. Like, it was, it's so crazy, and he's so good in that show. The fact that he's not getting any uh, Golden Globes or anything like that is a shame. But I should mention for uh, longtime uh, Damashek podcast listeners that uh, from Daves of Thunder, David Feeney, who is now uh-huh. one of the guys running uh, New Girl, has written the episode and shot it already for the Super Bowl, which is a big honor to have the show that airs directly after the Super Bowl oh, on really? Fox. He wrote it, and he has sent me a couple of images, and I don't want to give too much away, but Prince makes an appearance. Oh, so that's worth it. So that's worth it right that's there. So Anywho. It's such a good show. Uh, but the, the category I did decide on was Best Sports Weekend. Ooh, I like that. So a lot of a lot of good ones. Um, let's just go through the nominees right now. Of course, the first weekend of March Madness is always going to be included on this list. Might be considered a front runner, but we have the NFL quarterfinals. That is the weekend before the championship games, where you have four quality games. Uh, experienced that one this year. Did a did a trip for that. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, opening day of baseball is always good if you're one of the old timers who who still enjoys that sport. Uh, championship weekend for the NFL with the two games leading up to the Super Bowl and Masters weekend because I've really hmm. as I've gotten older and lazier. Yeah, uh, golf is uh, you know kind of uh, that's a pretty good yeah, that's a, a good nice list. addition. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fun one. So if uh, I guess I'll just go ahead and we will crown. Good luck to everybody. We'll crown. Yeah. Good luck. And here we go. And the Shecky for best sports weekend goes to. Championship weekend of the NFL. Oh, oh, wow! I did. Wow. I really I thought you were going the the divisional round. Yeah, me too. Quality and quantity. Yeah, I right. I like double the games. It's a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie. It, it was a good time. Saturday night kind of starts to drag on because the games start so late. And let's say, and I'm not saying that you would go to like Las Vegas, but if you're out on a weekend and that night game starts, that Saturday night game starts to spiral a little bit out of control, but. Whereas the great thing about the championship weekends is that you get two quality games on the same day. You get two Super Bowl-type games on the same day, and it leads to something because there is some sort of finality to it. Like There's something like these teams are going to the Super Bowl where – the quarterfinals is kind of a cliffhanger. You don't need to justify – I mean, this is your award. Yeah, Yeah. You don't have to convince anybody. As soon as you said it, 
Boom. I'll I, tell I just you. wanted to get put my my, uh, my thought behind it because I know a lot of people, the quarterfinals, it's, it's a fun weekend, and it's still, mm-hmm. you know, it's up. And, of course, March Madness, I know some people will be upset, but I don't expect everybody to enjoy college the, basketball. The, the thing that's great about the, the Thursday, Friday of the March Madness, and you know that I intrinsically don't love the format. I just think mm-hmm. one and done is not, it, it debunks the preceding three and a half months, so I don't love the nature of 40 minutes and your, enti- your 30 when season goes down the tubes in college hoops. The thing that's great about it is is the playing hooky aspect of it. And yeah. I used to do that when I was wearing a suit in Chicago. I would just knock off at about uh, 11 a.m. local time. I had, oh, I have a meeting for two straight days, and I would just disappear, and I'd go to a local tavern, and I'd watch basketball the remainder of the day. See, that's that's the true essence of that weekend. But yeah. now that I've gone corporate, I've actually scheduled my, uh, my mm-hmm. vacation around March Madness. So now it just... It's just, it's not, you don't have that I'm supposed to be working right now feeling. You're like, this is just my vacation now. I probably would go, if I had to say, I'd probably go divisional round. And, of course, I've said many times before, January 1 used to be the best until oh, college football goodness. destroyed it. Handsome Hank, any I'm thoughts on that? I'm about divisional round. I, I yeah. mean, I love championship weekend, but but the uh, the, the quantity of divisional playoff weekend. Four games, that, eight good teams, yeah. or maybe one team that's kind of like, what's that team doing in here? Right, right probably some snow. Right. You know, at least one of them goes to overtime or is some kind of nail-biting finish. I love it. All right, I Can't like that. Wait. That's a great category. We've got to keep that one. Uh, in the category, let's moving along, we'll uh, move on to the next category. <laughs> Let me talk about a classic category, one that is debated and debated and then debated some more. Best breakfast meat. Ooh. In the category of best breakfast meat, the 2013 nominees are Andouille Sausage. Blackened catfish, bone in ham, kielbasa, and thick cut bacon. I just want to say before I hand this one out, this is again, this is one that uh, you know I get maybe a little emotional about because I love breakfast meat, and I've I've made my position pretty well known. I I would expect that everybody is aware of the fact that I denounce the idea, the very idea of eating sausage in patty form. I get it that you couldn't have an Egg McMuffin without it, but you know what? As a society, I say we strike it from from existence. Sausage belongs in link form. You know how I feel about that. A couple years ago, much controversy when I declared bone-in ham maybe the best. Last year's champion, kielbasa. Let's see who gets it in 2013. The Shecky for best breakfast meat goes to... Thick cut bacon. Wow. A classic in the classic category. Yes, they've really breathed new life into bacon by cutting it thick. I don't know. I mean, this this is one of those things. You could have done it forever ago, and some genius in some, I don't know what, some greasy spoon said, you know what, let's take it to a new level. Let's introduce it to a new generation. Cut it a little thick, and guess what? It sings as a result. Well, I mean, David, I tell you what's fascinating is I arrived here three years ago mm. from the United Kingdom, where until then I hadn't discovered thin-cut bacon. Mm. Everything was thick-cut. Ah. And I got here, mm. and uh, for th- two and a half years, I was enjoying the American thin-cut bacon. And then I found somewhere selling thick-cut bacon mm-hmm. just six months ago, 
and rediscovered it, and it brought a new joy to my breakfast. Oh, time. it's it's just wonderful. Uh, but hey, right. isn't it overall though? The bacon in general is a little bit different. It's a different. It is a little bit different, but I mean the 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 cut. I think it's a real treat to have the thin cut bacon. But then when I got back to the thick cut, I suddenly remembered what I'd been missing and what for you know for many it's years. More, it's more hamish sometimes with with the British bacon, isn't it? I now hamish is an English man. Yeah. Right? Then you must have a friend or two named Hamish. Hamish. Hamish, I'm sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> wow, I don't know if you caught the sign when you walked in, too. It, uh, as we were walking in here, it said, if thick cut bacon doesn't win, we riot. So, Oh, is that right? Yeah, well, then I didn't see it. Because strong lobby for uh, I try to be objective. I try to be impartial with these <laughs> sorts of things. All right, let's, uh, let's stick with uh, the food category here. And uh, this is one we've asked a lot of players. Rank, you and I have talked about it a fair amount. Let's get to it. The best color of food. In the category of best color of food, the 2013 nominees are brown, green, red, white, and yellow. All right, yeah, we a lot of range of opinions on this one here. Brown, of course, you have your your hamburgers, your steaks, your ribs, bread, hard to beat. But then again, if you're going healthy, green's the way to go. Red, you have wine, you have all sorts of fruits, delicious fruits, and you have sauce. You know, Italian, I mean, good luck going to an Italian restaurant and getting out of there without some red in the mix somewhere. You're not going to enjoy yourself, that's for sure. So anyway, a lot to consider here. The 2013 best color of food goes to... It's red. It knocked off brown. I can't believe it. What an upset. Brown. I've been talking about brown on and on. I mean, this does all fried foods out the window. Maybe it's because of Adam Rank. You know what? I'm going to say, I'm going to hypothesize and guess that that's really what it's owed to. Rank, a year or thereabouts ago, you shed some 104-odd pounds <laughs> off your frame. I assume it was at the expense of fried foods. You had to say goodbye to those sorts of things. And a lot of red meat. You've gone healthy, and so, too, has this Shecky Award for best <laughs> food color. I think red is the way to go. And, uh, you know, I mean, ketchup, you would never be able to eat. Strawberries, you know, so on and Salsa. so forth. Salsa? Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm not going to... Oh, do I have to convince you that... You know, I don't have to convince anybody where the Shecky was. But the, you know what really does it? If you want your meat and you want to, you know, forget if you want to have your cake and eat it too. If you want to have your meat and eat it too, here's the thing. Yeah, you can't have hamburgers. You can't have steaks if you could only eat red. But you do get the murderer's row of meats. Corned beef, pastrami, salami. Again, back Ooh. to back to Italy. And so congratulations to the color red. And that brings us to our last one, Black Tie. What do you think? How's the show been so far? It's been solid. Uh, however, there's been a lot of upsets. No favorites. You feel for like that? Reason. Yeah. Every time an announce a winner gets announced, you go, "Whoa, what an upset!" I, don't, I, don't I loved poached. I didn't know that handsome would go poached, but I was happy to yeah, hear I mean, that one. 
I was because Scramble was the winner the year before, so I was kind of shocked that Poached because I don't think Scramble's done anything wrong this year, but Poached just up the ante. Yeah, Russell Wilson throwing a sexy deep ball was the antithesis of surprising right. <laughs> in that category. That was a hot, a hot favorite. Ranks Championship weekend floored me because it's the wall to walledness that I thought that would really appeal to him of the you know four games over two days rather than two. Um, but again, see. That, again, speaks to the new rank, the slimmer Hank. He's leaner now. He doesn't, he doesn't need to have a preponderance of stuff you know, laid out. Him. He, just, he wants it boiled down to the best of. You see? It's interesting. All right. All this prelude to the biggest category of them all. It is the best picture of the Shecky Awards every year. Settle down over there, <laughs> orchestra. Tell, that, uh, tell the conductor to wait one second here. It's the category... Of best fruit. And before you get into it, I want to say this. I have been eating fruit for a long, long time now. You know, for as long as I can remember, I've been eating fruit. And not unlike movies in 2013, which maybe have had their best year in tw- since 1994, the, the golden year of 1994, when Pulp Fiction and Hoop Dreams and so on and so forth all came out. 2013 had its most delicious year of fruit ever, and that's saying quite a bit. And so that is the backdrop. It was hard to even make cuts here to this list. But with no further ado, take it away. In the category of Best Fruit, the 2013 nominees are The Honeycrisp Apple mm. Classic The Pineapple mm. The Strawberry the watermelon and the white peach. Well, it's not surprising that the most tweets and emails and everything else I've gotten from the listener is regarding this category. A lot of prognosticators out there feel strongly about the apple and the white peach. I've heard a lot of noise in favor of both of those. The pineapple, interestingly, nearly retired this entire category a number of years ago when it won three straight Fruit of the Year Shecky Awards. Um, And then, you know, all of a sudden, here came all the other ones. I caught up, and I'm glad I didn't retire it because that would have been a shame. I've eaten pineapple this year. It's been delicious. But you know what? So have the other fruits on that list there. Let's get to it. The 2013 Shecky for the best fruit is... The Honeycrisp Apple... Oh. It has completed. It's re- it the the apple was named fruit of the century. And you talk about controversy. The the brow beating I had to take for naming the apple as fruit of the century. But very quietly, the 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 honey crisp found found my taste buds about a year or two ago and I really enjoyed it. And with all the rise of, you know, newfangled farming that makes watermelon relevant in months like November and December and January, when it used to be purely a summer treat, watermelon is now good 12 months a year, as is pineapple, strawberries, always delicious, grapes, red grapes had a great year, they didn't even get a mention here, but it was the Honeycrisp Apple, the classic, back atop the fruit mountain where it belongs, congratulations Honeycrisp Apple. You've deserved it. Handsome Hank, your thoughts. 
I, I mean, I'm I'm thoroughly impressed with the Honeycrisp Apple. I think mm-hmm. what it, it's again, it's you know, I, I think this is maybe a theme for all the awards. It's the versatility hmm. of the apple. It doesn't matter what kind of a mood you're in. The apple, you know, as a fruit, can really can really hit the spot. So congratulations to it. I think there are a couple who will be upset that they didn't even make the the final cut. Such as uh, I've I've discovered a, a new fruit this year. It's a mango, but I th- I believe it's called an Alfonso mango. It's hmm. a small skinny mango. Delicious, succulent, sweet treat. I would recommend it. I think if you did, I think it. I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say I will give you one, and it'll be on the list in 2014. You know, it's funny you say versatility. To me, the theme of the 2013 Shecky Awards, as I look back at them now, is classics. You know, a lot. Right. I mean, Empire Strikes Back, Versatile, and the man. Apple, and Bacon. Yeah, you're right. No, absolutely right. But I mean, it's a lot of, a lot of, and Toronto Maple Leafs, one of the original six mm-hmm. uh, NHL teams, and so on. You know, a lot of classics showing up here. Rank your thoughts. I would have liked to have seen the Bing Cherry get a little of uh, yeah, consideration, well. but it's a tough category, you know, and you got it like the Arizona Cardinals possibly not making the NFC playoff bracket. You know what? You have to make some tough choices, but the Honeycrisp Apple inspired choice well i want to just take a moment and uh pat the uh the committee on their back for uh, on the back for another exceptional shecky awards committee of one um you know tip of the hat to dave damashek for terrific awards and to dick banks for the terrific uh work of putting those uh putting the announcing together and black tie for uh for helping out pushing some buttons back there and making it so there handsome hank black tie and adam rank all with fine awards themselves, and also a tip of the hat to all three of them and to all the guys who've been on DDFP this year, players and otherwise, and also to the Czech Republic, to the rank amateurs, to what's the new Handsome Hank uh, fan base called again? I believe they're called the Handsome Devils. The Handsome Devils. Oh, my gosh. Really? Wait, no, not the Handsome Devils. That's, I think that's what we agreed on. Is I mean, that what we decided, point, the Handsome were, Devils? At one point, they were going to be the Hank Amateurs, but then this lawsuit came through, and I'm not sure where I don't from. know what happened with Where'd that. Where did that come yeah. from? Yeah, what I don't know. I like that. And, uh, and to the black sheep back there, and, you know, and apologies, too, as a side note. We didn't really do much for Week 17 of the NFL season as it uh, comes to its climax here, the 2013 football season. But it's a Christmas gift, and just quick, real quick, go too. back and listen to the last DDFP when yep, we yep. have Daniel Jeremiah in, and we kibitz all about it. This week sixteen and week seventeen, we look back and look ahead and all that. And big shout out to obviously the listeners, Neil Dutton once again, who c- contributed to this award show. And uh, uh, I actually like Stale Brent. Con- <laughs> contributed, but didn't win the award because <laughs> Black Tie wanted to. But as always, uh, if you want to contribute to the show, hashtag DDFP thoughts, comments, questions. We've been retweeting, favoriting these tweets, so keep them coming in. We'll uh, we'll answer these questions as we move along. All right, very good. Well, listen, and the hashtag Fire Black Tie still prominent as ever. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, all right. Well, listen, it's uh, good. Enjoy your week seventeen, or maybe you're catching this on the back end trying to get a pick-me-up because you're a Chargers, Ravens, or Dolphins fan, and now you can't believe it, that you've been jumped over by the Pittsburgh Steelers who've returned to the playoffs. I don't know what's going to happen in Week 17, but we will be here to cover it for you. On the other side of Christmas, we'll be back in between Christmas and New Year's to update you on that, to to take a look at how the uh, playoff picture has shaped up and get you ready for those games. In the meantime, enjoy your holidays. And go enjoy a nice Honeycrisp apple. Trust me now. Hear me now. Believe me later. You'll thank me. And uh, and with that, it's been a thin slice of heaven.
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com.